Wow. Wow, that was a great <laughs> intro. <laughs> uh, that's even better. That's even uh, better. Well, so this episode is going to need some editing. <laughs> Good morning, Elite. Good morning, Elite. I'll do, do it again. God, yeah, this episode is going to need some editing. I, I, I literally told everyone before the show. I'm like... I am so bad in the morning. I don't even know how I function at work in the morning. And <laughs> I could have like a, a 10 hour sleep and then I'd still be like this. <laughs> oh, and I just started the show with myself bro. on this mute. Everything we want this Saturday show to be. So like fucking everyone just heard like 30 seconds of you guys giggling. <laughs> so like everyone's like, what's <laughs> if I had put this episode out there, people were like, what's happening? <laughs> Listen, we're the obviously real, gonna edit the this real out. person to blame is AW for making Rampage 10 to 11, all right? Because that's why we're so tired. Yeah, you know what? Because we can't just go to sleep after Rampage. You know yeah, what Tony Condi circles under my eyes is because of you. Win some crowns, and then we go to sleep. Okay. And then we do the show next. <laughs> Anyways, guys, welcome to Good Morning Elite, provided by Elite P-O-V. Now you can hear me say that. Um, <laughs> my name is Kyle Masters. I'm your host, your producer. The man of many jobs here on Saturday mornings. I'm also joined by my two co-hosts. One, he's usually the producer, or sorry, the host hoot on th- Thursday nights. You can catch Elite POV every live Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Phil Cataldo. What's going on, Philium? Yo, what's up? First of all, little side story. So I'm scrolling through Twitter while you were muted, and uh, <laughs> I see a post, and it's like, Nick's play tonight, and I'm like, Knicks play tonight. I'm going to the Garden tonight for a concert. And then I was like, fuck, the Knicks play at a away game? And I got upset. The Knicks suck. They're going to lose anyway. But it's just a little thing that's in my <laughs> Oh, head. okay. <laughs> yes. And we're also joined by the draw herself, Jackie Rodriguez. What's going on, Jackie? Buenos dias, everybody. Oh, buenos I feel dias. like we should, one of these days we should kick off the, the episode in Spanish. Let's do that. I will buenos not be doing that. My space sucks. It ain't going to be me. I'm going to forget and I'll yeah. be muted. But yeah, what's up, everyone? Good morning. I don't have my coffee this morning, so I am Ooh. big sad right now. But so, he has a great shirt on for water. people who are watching. I oh, yes, I have I have my Carrie original on today. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Carrie the, the Headbooker in the chat. In the chat. Love you. Thank you. Um, but then we're also joined by a very, very, very special fourth host it is not ant Ant is exposed at the moment he's in the chat though so say hi to ant everyone wish him good luck because in the next two weeks he's going to be moving to his brand new house congratulations ant but we are joined today god bless you not by him thank you we are joined today by the man himself we know we refer to him on our shows as the best in the world that's because he subscribes to the best in the world tier on patreon ladies and gentlemen I am Jermazing from Twitter is here. What is going on? And I got one question to start off the bat. I don't want to call you I am Jermazing throughout the whole show. What the hell can I call you? Oh, yeah, I'm Jermazing. That's fine. Okay. Or, or just Jermazing. You know what? Just Jermazing. How about yeah. that? Okay. That's fine, yeah. That's fine. But what's going on, man? Welcome. Yes, finally. How can I have a weekend off? We're working eight days straight. So. Jeez. Jeez. It's, been a, it's been a long, long stretch. I've done 12-hour shift in the middle as well. Oh, I'm really, really tired. Well, I guess we appreciate what, what you coming on the show. Rampage, what time does Rampage come on for you? Saturday mornings at 3 a.m. 
my yeah. god. This is this is why UK fans are so much better than us because they have to like torture themselves. So like if they're watching, they love what they're watching. Because I'm not watching shit at 3 a.m. Just straight up. No, I'm watching my like third dream at 3 a.m. <laughs> I mean, like all those nights that we used to that and, and, and well in the chat will remember this, but we, you gotta wake up for uh New Japan and everyone's bitching oh, all the yeah. time, like, dude, it's so I have slept like 25 minutes. And I'm seeing Billy Gunn kill a bunch of young boys at 3 a.m. Yo, why'd you, know? you sleep for 25 minutes? Why didn't you pace yourself out? I hate when people say that. It's like, you knew you were getting up that early. Why didn't you go to sleep at a regular time then? Bro, you're, you're acting like people have common sense. All right? Yeah, we don't. Okay, yeah, I guess okay. not. <laughs> I don't know how it works in Canada, but in, in the U.S., we okay. just like to complain. The, all right? The, so. the arguments I hear all the time from, I can say, I don't want to sum me, but from you Americans, is that like everything I, like... Everything up here is just like it doesn't exist. It's like we're literally right next to you, and <laughs> everything kind of is almost the same. No, it's completely different. You, you act like we're like care. you act like we're New Zealand. And it's like, oh, do you, you guys have, have that care. over there? You have the entire Hart family. This is different up there. You like hockey? Like who likes hockey? You know what I mean, your country. <laughs> Clearly, I looked at the All Star game last night. It was a full crowd in Las Vegas. Well, I mean, those. This is ah ah. That's <laughs> uh, American. People are bored. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, guys, welcome. Was where we discuss everything about Rampage. But before we even discuss Rampage, obviously Tony Khan wanted us to have something to talk about in the morning. Um, this man goes and tweets out what he tweeted. Three straight tweets. Um, I'm gonna pull them up here for us. And they're just like I'm sitting there going like, okay, Tony Khan. Before the show, you sent out a tweet saying like, oh, everyone watch Rampage. You know, I'm gonna announce something. Sitting there waiting for him to appear throughout all of Rampage. We get nothing. And then he tweets out that, oh, it's going to be on. Or they say, oh, Tony Khan's got an announcement on Wednesday. I'm like, what? Why would you tweet out to watch Rampage then? That that was like, oh. Like, did he? Did he? I really don't want to say that it was just uh, a ploy to get a cheap rating. <laughs> he announced the announcement as Ant saying in the chat. Yeah, he announced to announce the announcement. Okay, gotcha. But anyways, um, <laughs> So then he's, he's, he gets uh, gets these tweets going. So here we go. As referenced on Rampage, I have a surprise. On Dynamite, a top wrestler will walk through the Forbidden Door this Wednesday and debut in AEW. More info to come. These are followed by these tweets. Then he puts, the Forbidden Door can be open for anyone from any wrestling promotion in the world. Whether, mm-hmm. it's, whether or not it's a company AEW is on good terms with. Even if it's someone from a company that's open for business, they're always welcome to slam the door in the face of their prior company. Then he follows up with a picture tweet of Isaiah Cassidy against someone in a qualifying match. And he puts, what a great showing from Isaiah Cassidy. He's earned himself a qualifying spot in the face <coughs> of the revolution match. Uh, his opponent will be will debut on Wednesday and sign an AW contract, Isaiah versus question mark. Then he follows it up for one last tweet. The big announcement for Wednesday's Dynamite that we referenced on Rampage in brackets, a free agent debut, and the person walking through the Forbidden Door are one and the same. They're walking in the door, signing a contract, and slamming the door shut Wednesday on Dynamite. Now, let's start off with you, Phil. Are we getting more than one person here? Because it's weird that you look at the Isaiah Cassidy tweet and then he follows it up by that next tweet. It's almost like it's two different things. So initially, right, everyone thinks, all right, it, it'll be um, 
Keith Lee, right? Or it would be somebody that was in that group of um, released talent from 90 days ago that are now all do whatever. Could be that. Um, you know, talking to Carrie, and she thinks it might be Jeff Hardy just for that line of, like, you can slam the door on your previous company. We know that Jeff Hardy has had a lot of issues with WWE, the way that he was released with the drug tests and all that stuff. So it could be that. And, and Matt Hart, they're definitely coming back. We see the they have a match in March, I think you said, right, Kyle? Um, yeah. So it could be that. I don't, right before we went live, we were talking maybe Karrion Cross, or I guess Killer Cross now, Killer Cross and Scarlet, because I know they had issues with impact. I think that line about you can slam the door on your previous employer is very telling because Keith Lee also had issues with WWE. Like it could be a bunch of things. And, and now with the graphic, knowing that it could be the person in the match against Isaiah Cassidy. That makes me lean towards Jeff Hardy. I'm going Jeff Hardy or Leo Rush again. Okay, Jackie, what do you think? <laughs> Drawing blanks over here, honestly, because it's like it was so out of left field for this announcement to be made. And at first I'm thinking like the typical things, like you said, like with Keith Lee or, or you know, somebody who's been, you know, in the rumblings to to make the transition. But the way that it's being presented, it makes it feel like it's going to be something big and unexpected. And I know everybody keeps joking about the Shane McMahon, just like, uh, here comes the money. I can't, I can't sit here and think that that's out of the realm of possibility that Shane McMahon shows up. I think if the last couple of years have shown us anything, it's that nothing is completely out of the realm of possibility here. But, but to me, it's like, aside from it being completely a mind-blowing moment, what else would that debut really contribute at a talent level? I don't know. It's just, I'm very intrigued to see what, what they do if it's going to be more than one person. I hope it's more than one person just because I want I, mean, there's so I many, want shit to pop off. I really so many, do. Yeah, there's so many free agents right now. So it could be more than one person. Like the debut could be, he might debut one person in the Isaiah Cassidy match being a male. And then the other one's a female. Maybe he's debuting one of each. Oh, I hope that we get some additional women's talent. That See, I really there think so many people that were free agents. Yeah, I really think Amber Moon or her new name is uh, Athena. Athena. She went back coming. to her name on uh, that she had before she. Came I think in. she's coming in. Um. The yeah. See, Isaac in the chat's right. This is why I don't think it's Jeff Hardy. He's still under his ninety days. I don't think. I really want to sit here and think that AW wouldn't be the ones to cross that line and be the person, be the people that have someone compete and sign a contract within those 90 days. They're just setting themselves up. You know how petty WB is. There are going to be some legal actions there and it's just not going to look good. Right. It's like, we, we want to stay away from being as petty as WWE is. So I really don't think it's Jeff Hardy. So that's why everyone's saying Jeff Hardy. I really don't think so. I really don't. Um, a carrying cross, possibly. But I want to hear from the man himself here that's joining us on the show. The best in the world. You're amazing. What's going on in your head? What did you think when you seen these tweets? What's your first reaction? Well, I was thinking Jeff Hardy, but was he fired or was he released? He was released. Oh, he wasn't fired. So he was fired, but they still have the 90-day no-compete yeah. clause. Only way you don't have that clause is if you your contract runs out. Any other oh, thing, no. you're um, you have the ninety days or thirty if you're with NXT. 
Yeah, because there was another name I'm thinking about. I think Adam said it in the chat. It would be a massive troll job. <laughs> would it be Cody Rhodes? I mean... I swear. Uh, that's all, a lot of heel heat, which is all you got already. That just magnified again. Could My you imagine God. that? Like, say if it's like... like I'm going to say this. Say if it's like a Keith Lee or a Karrion Cross. Like, the lights go out and, it you know, Cody's music hits. He gets some nuclear heat. And as he's coming down the ramp, he gets attacked by the debuting person to taking that spot and facing Isaiah Cassidy. That I could see being a method because I can't see AEW being the type to, like, swerve the fans that badly where it's like, here, we're going to make you think that there's going to be this massive debut. And it's like, oh, no, Psych, we're just trolling you. So I could see it being like, oh, we're going to pretend that we're trolling you and then bring mm. something who it actually is i mean that's also a thing too like that's like what adam brings up in the chat there maybe because the one tweet that tony khan said it maybe it's this is between two companies that don't necessarily like each other or have or like kind of had good business with each other maybe they called each other up maybe tk and the other con and the other company like look can we make a deal where jeff hardy comes in can we get something written you guys, you know, allow you guys won't get, you know, shit on us. You know what I mean? Like maybe they made it. What if Jeff Hardy Hardy. has leverage? What if he's like, yo, if you let me go to, I don't know, a month early, I won't fucking leak to the dirt sheets that you broke this rule or you. I know. Nia Jax already did that. (laughs) Well, no, but I'm saying she's not going anywhere. I mean, she, she, she admitted to a felony on Twitter. Jackie. I can't believe. Jax Rodriguez dropping a five bomb <laughs> on Twitch. Five bomb. You gifted five subs and none of them were to me. It's random. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Jackie. If we're going to gift subs to ourselves, let's gift it to ourselves. They had a con. Oh my God. In the chat, they had a conversation. Oh. Dad's here. Uh, anyways, I mean, it's it, this is cool. It, this is a, a, I think this is a smart thing for Tony Khan to announce because it's not obvious, right? There's so many free agents right now that are out there. We had Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega going at it yesterday on Twitter. It could easily be someone from New Japan where they just do a storyline where they're talking, quote-unquote, talking shit about New Japan, right? It could be, Mm -hmm. I saw someone say, it's not our realm of possibility being a Jay White. Apparently, Jay White was talking about AEW at a New Japan Strong last week. Like, he he cut a promo and he was talking about AEW. So... It could be a Jay White, and like no one's expecting that, right? That would be a massive surprise, right? There's a lot of New Japan talent because he, he, I mean, he does mention Forbidden Door. I don't think the one with Impact is open anymore, but then he, I know he goes and tweets what he tweeted. Like maybe they're they're not necessarily good business because something right now with Impact and AEW, or there's a reason why that door shut. Um, well, Jermaine, what would be your like, forget what makes sense. Forget what looks... What would be your fantasy? Just whatever. Anybody, we'll go around the table company. for this. We'll go around the table for this. We'll start with you, Jermazing. Yeah. What's your fantasy pick? If you could pick anybody to walk through that forbidden door, regardless of contract status, regardless of standing with other companies, who would it be? It would have to be Walter. Not his other name. <laughs> we'll, not, we'll never, <laughs> ever call him that name. Ever. Yeah. I don't want to hear it on the seat. He's it's, Walter, one hundred percent. That's it. Jeremy, I cringed beyond cringe when I first seen that they changed his name to Gunther. I'm like, are they for real? Oh. Oh. They hate us, bro. I'm yeah. fully, I'm fully certain they hate us. Yo, okay. Someone brings up a name in the chat. What if it, your brother Nate 
there, Jackie. What if it's Mustafa Ali? Ooh. That was my. That was gonna be my pick. It was that sibling synergy. But that makes sense. <laughs> it can't be him, though. What do you mean? Oh yeah, but, oh, but, well, but what if there was a, a secret release and it never got re- released? You know, what I mean? it never yeah, got. But why? Why would WWE want to help AEW build? Maybe just, like if. Yeah, but maybe they want to stop this hashtag. They would just want to stop this from getting more out of control, right? The free Ali thing is happening like every day. It's annoying. He probably keeps asking and annoying them with first release. It's like they release Shane McMahon, but they won't release Mustafa Ali. Maybe they're just like, hey, let's AW's calling. Let's answer their call. What do you guys want to talk about? How about we just get like Mustafa Ali out of here? You guys take him easier problem now. On some real shit though, I like that would be the happening. most gangster shit Tony Khan has ever done if he paid to get Ali out of his contract. I mean, that be, because that's the only way it's gonna happen. Because they're not releasing him. Why not? And if they do release him, they'll they'll fucking ring every bell and whistle. So you know, because they're petty. He ain't <laughs> coming to AEW for. 90 I know they're days. petty. Um, okay, Jackie. That's what I'm saying. So, Jackie, though. that was gonna be your pick, or do you have someone else? No, that would have been one. Of, that would have been my pick. But since you know everybody's like rattling off in the chat, I'll throw another name in the hat. Um, coming from New Japan, I would love to see Kota Ibushi in AEW. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. Felt. Um, I'm going to go the female route since everybody's picking guys. But I could have anybody. And no, I'm not going to say Tessa Blanchard. Okay. I'm not, <laughs> I like, literally going to be like, is it Tessa? <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to say that. That's too easy. It's way too easy. Uh, if I could pick, because it's not realistic, Bianca Belair. So I never have to watch WWE. They just have all my favorites here. Yeah. <laughs> or Zelina. Zelina Vega walks through the door as oh, yeah. Trinidad, and we could be, I could be happy, but she's tag champ, so it doesn't make sense. But if I could, it would be Bianca or Zelina or Juice Robinson, as Carrie is saying in the chat. Uh, not necessarily, Adam. If Cody came before Kenny, it could make sense in a way. Um, we know that Kenny came out to save Kota back in New Japan. That's how the the, uh, the Golden Lovers got back together. So they could do something like that here easily. Um, I'm going to go out and le- not really left field, but. It just doesn't make sense when you think about it. Like a Kazuchika Okada, it wouldn't make sense for him to talk shit about New Japan because he loves New Japan. Um, but he's he said on many interviews before that uh, like wrestlers that he mm-hmm. wants to fake like go up against a guy like like a Kenny Omega in AEW. Like he wants to revisit that. He says he'd want to face Triple H. You know what I mean? Like Kazuchika Okada wants he wants to go and explore. Right? He's done his thing in New Japan. He's done more than his thing in New Japan. He's at the point in his career where like you know I'm in the golden state of my prime. Let me go do other things. So, um, and then to, and I have to bring it back to yesterday, Tony constant on busted open radio that, um, the forbidden door is not, is not gone yet. Everyone should keep it and pay attention over the next couple of weeks. So maybe things are rekindling again with new Japan. Now that the kind of, the pandemic's kind of gone down a little bit, quote unquote, in some areas. Um, so we'll see what happens because uh, up here. Bro, what if what if closed. we get? Let's get crazy. Let's get wild, right? <clears throat> you know how you guys had the it's Vince. four honor, <laughs> four honor stable, right? Yeah. And your efed. Uh, what if it, what if a stable debut is called Black and Gold and it's Triple H with oh Gargano with the undisputed? Oh. It's just all the NXT people. <laughs> no, wow. Samoa, Samoa Joe. <laughs> Samoa wow. Joe. Oh, Samoa Joe. How come that? Yeah. He's an NXT talent. Technically, yeah. he got signed to NXT. So I don't know when. When was Samoa Joe's release? I don't know. Mm. Why didn't I think of Samoa Joe? Oh, William Regal is another one. Yo, Carrie, Carrie be on her shit, bro. I know it was. 
I know it. I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, I I I didn't see him on Twitter. Someone saying him. I saw on Twitter that he's looking to get cleared. So it could be. I mean, that would be. And there's so many. This is what is great. This is like this is why Tony Khan's smart. He's announcing this now when there's so many people right now that could be, be debuting. That it's it, you we're think not going to know. Like, no as one's it gonna gets know. closer, that he'll start dropping more no, hints. No, absolutely stuff like not. That he's just going to he's going to start like copying pasting his tweet. <laughs> it's just there's, there's going to be no <laughs> no hints at all. No, just know, just know, and, and we can end this here. But just know that if Tony Khan tweets anything about this person is one of his favorite wrestlers, this person whatever it's a dream to work with them it's jeff hardy all right you understand that tony khan is our age so anybody that he says is a dream to work with or is one of his favorites is going to be from the attitude era so it's jeff hardy just yeah. just know that carry out you're saying william regal <laughs> that'd be funny um, be a big acquisition for the, the, the backstage side of it i mean yeah for backstage but like wrestling wise he's not going to wrestle isaiah cassidy so no. You never know, bro. You don't know what, what Regal got. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's just gonna come out and go war games <laughs> every match. <laughs> war games. Tony Khan played, uh, paid three million dollars to be able to have him do that. Uh, anyways, uh, let's talk about Rampage. Uh, well, we're gonna start off with the right with the opening match. Um, you know, commentary. We we always talk about our boy Excalibur. Drops the line right before the entrance music. We're about to start off Rampage with a boom. And I'm like, oh my God. And sure enough, you know what? <laughs> it's just like, oh my Jermaine, God. Jermaine, do you notice that? Are, are we crazy or do you also that Excalibur has the worst timing when it comes to like. I think uh, it's the best timing. Brand. It's just, it's just, it's corny. <laughs> well, it's like Adam Cole oh, would have drop kick. And if you drop down menu. Microsoft Paint <laughs> sponsors tonight's show. Like, all right, bro, cool. <laughs> Do you notice that, that match amazing? was awesome? And you know what else is awesome? Next week, we're Atlantic, where you can gamble your life away. <laughs> Are you a fan of like Excalibur on commentary? He's very knowledgeable, I'd say. Yeah, he well, knows he is. a lot. Yeah, the a guy lot, knows like every move. He was Jackie's in as well. Jackie's next head commentator over there. Oh, yeah, Jackie's a great commentator. She's so good. She's going to leave us for them. Um, but anyways, we open up with Adam Cole, Evo Uno. Um, quick, quicker match than I thought they were going to have. For some reason, I kind of thought that this match would be a little bit longer. Uh, but there was a point to it. Um, at the end of the end of the promo. Or sorry, the end promo. Um, you know, it was, it was a good promo from Adam Cole. Um, I think it was a, it was almost like a promo to two sides of it. One to where he's going in his AW direction Two, because he's, this guy's been getting criticized by wrestling Twitter for like the last two weeks about his muscle mass. And he's not the same Adam Cole that he used to be. This was a very, very good promo to that. And I, I want to go to Phil first with this because you know, he, he's been with me with this and we've been sick and tired of hearing all the criticism for Adam Cole the last couple of weeks. I think this promo was very much needed, and it got straight to the point, and it hit on every level. I was so impressed with it. Well, the good thing is, and we've talked about this a million times, but it's always good to bring it back up, is AEW exists in the real world, right? Social media stuff or stuff that's going on in these wrestlers' personal lives, when needed or 
when they decide to use it and bring it up to enhance what's going on on television, they do. And I'm pretty sure Adam Cole was probably like, let me cut a promo about this. Everybody keeps saying all oh, the Orange Cassidy stuff, you know, and everybody keeps assuming like we did that maybe Dan Housen was next. But I think that Adam Cole was like, no, 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 no. I'm still Adam Cole. I'm still one of the best in the world. This is what I still this this is what I do. I'm still the best. So whether it's against all the people he named, he named everybody that he beat, which I thought was a was something really cool, right? And it, it really gives importance to these matches. It, it shows us as viewers that every match matters, even if it's like the guy that he named on that he beat on Dark, right? The fact that he even I don't even remember the guy's name, but the fact that he said his name on television was like, no, like so someone like me is going to be like, oh, that's the guy he fought on Darker. Who is that? I'm going to look it up and it'll make you watch the match. So I think this is the start of something big for Adam Cole. And I'm excited to see it because so everybody can shut the fuck up. So because like Adam Cole is still the best. Everything he does is still one of the best things in the show, whether it's against Orange Cassidy, who is awesome, or even tonight's match, right? Like I know on the show this week, we were like, ah, him versus evil uno the match was awesome for what it was it was a quick match and it had adam cole dominating for the most part but the match was awesome and it served this point yeah he needed to dominate in order for that promo to kind of hit as well right if it was like a 30 like a 25 minute match i don't think it would have hit as much against an evil uno as much as evil uno evil uno is good but like adam cole needed to beat this guy in dominant fashion for that Mm -hmm. promo to hit really hard after um i'm gonna go jermazing now jermazing I'm sure you've seen it on Twitter the last couple of weeks, the hate that Adam Cole has been getting in his n- unnecessary uh, hate. Um, what did you think of the match and, like, or I guess Adam Cole's promo as well after? I think this is now this, this is going to be the build, too. I think it's going to be Revolution. We're going to get this match with Adam Page. You think that fast? A couple of weeks yeah, away. Tough. Weeks away. Yeah, but I think it's... Oh, well, I've got, got a dream booking for Double or Nothing. So I think this is a match that I think for the women, I think it's going to be needed. So I think it's going to be Britt Baker. It's going to take on Thunder Rosa. It's got to be in a steel cage. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's a lights out. It, it, it can't be a regular match. You can't go yeah. from a lights out to a regular match. It's got to be something bigger. And what could be bigger than a lights out, a steel cage match? I think that should be the main event of Double or Nothing. If it's not, I don't want to see it until <laughs> we get that match at the main event at the pay for you. Yeah, I don't think Thunder Rosa and Britt's happening at Revolution. I really don't think it's happening that early. That's they got to have Britt hold that belt for an entire year for it to be more meaningful for Thunder Rosa to take the belt off. And you know, we know obviously the AW treats their belts the correct way. Um, a steel cage match makes all the sense in the world. I really don't think the women have had a steel cage match yet. Um, someone might correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, gonna go to Jackie last about this Adam Cole opening. Jackie, what'd you think overall thoughts? The match its purpose for what it was like we said it was short i think the important moment came in the aftermath of the match um adam cole just like rattling off all of the opponents that he's beaten and just saying like you know i'm coming for my title and all these people that have been you know naysayers since adam cole has gotten here saying like why isn't he in the main event title picture well you know we might be now seeing the payoff uh where you should have been patient. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you can't walk in the door and automatically have everything handed to you, despite the fact that Adam Page is a frequent, or excuse me, Adam Cole. It's, I told you I haven't had my coffee. Um, 
<laughs> too many adults. Too many pages. Too many pages. Hangman. Oh yeah, I I or call him Hungman or Hungman. Oh, oh back hangman, to the, hungman, the, the old hung, BT episode. His Chang Hung Low. No, but I am really excited to see the potential of Adam versus Adam uh, for go. the AEW uh, heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I think it's it's going to happen this year. I, I have a massive gut feeling that Cole is going to be the world champion at some point this year. When are they going to do it? Who knows? I mean, I, I trust every decision that they've made with the world title has been the right one. So we know that mm-hmm. the next champion is going to be the right one. They're not going to throw it on a Lance Archer next week for like three weeks. That's not going to happen. This isn't this, isn't this com- that company. We don't do that here. If you want that, there's perfectly two nights a week where you can watch that in a pay-per-view every three weeks where you can catch that. God, this so. is Kyle just taking shots left and right. <laughs> what about this? I just thought about this. Tell me what you guys think about this. What if, what if Jermaine is right? We get Cole versus Paige at Revolution. It's a quick build. In that match, there's a moment where the Bucks are there and Adam wants the Bucks to cheat for him the way they did for Kenny the first time he fought Hangman. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks are like, no, we're staying out of it. Which then Hangman wins. Then going into um, double or nothing, maybe Kenny's back. Maybe we get Undisputed Era versus uh, the Elite or some type of Cole versus Kenny involvement. And then that's where we get Hangman versus MJF because I really believe MJF is the next person to win that belt. You really yeah. think so, eh? Yeah, I think so. I think you beat CM Punk. I mean, the writing's on I'm the wall. I'm just so spoiled. I said it months, a couple months ago. I'm so spoiled. I want Double or Nothing to be Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole for the world title. That's too soon, though. Even if he won yeah, at Revolution, I don't. I want that to build for like months and months. And I yeah. want that to be a like all out. That's what I just said. <laughs> That's no, what you, I, I thought you said. No, um, I want I, all I, out I, to be. I want all oh, out to be oh, Adam oh. Cole versus Kenny Omega for the world title. You don't need a belt though. The story. I know the itself. story's there, but the world title was just. You're like, we know that all out's the WrestleMania. It's not Revolution, despite what Tony <laughs> Khan says. Um, I was. I. I. I can't. Believe, I. I love when we bring it up because it's so funny. He said that that one year, like, oh yeah, it's just big. It's our WrestleMania. It's like what Revolution? <laughs> Since no, when? No. He's he absolutely said it, not. I don't know what. It's just part of his hype train, man. It just he, that's how he hypes it up. He's like, "Oh, you got to watch it. It's a WrestleMania." <laughs> <laughs> Christian Cage comes out. Oh my god. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's talk you about the, the good surprise on you. you. <laughs> uh, it's Cage hilarious. Cause at that point, I thought it was CM Punk, and then look at that. Six months later, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sammy Guevara and Isaiah Cassidy TNT Championship. Um, God, Isaiah Cassidy's just been the story for like the last two days about this match from mm-hmm. changing his display picture to that thirst trap picture of Tay Conti tweeting at her like nonstop. Um, and then like Tay and, and Sammy firing back at him. <laughs> it's just been, it's just been hilarious. Like this small, small build from Wednesday to Friday has been so funny. And it's funny because their rampage is obviously taped. Wednesday night, these guys are doing it after the match has already been done for like the last two days. Don't you love that? Oh, I just love it. That's that's what I love about pro wrestlers that they they still like carry that story even though it's been taped already. Um, he had to make up for the fact that he said that they were going to fight tonight on Wednesday, yeah. despite the fact that the match was going to air on Friday. Friday. Yeah. 
Yeah, poor Isaiah. But that guy gets barely any like talking time on TV. He's so much better than yeah. Mark Quinn. I uh, said it. <laughs> well, Oops. so much better. I don't I know. I, Private Party's not that good to begin with. But I like oh, Isaiah Cassidy. I no, don't know. I like no. Private okay. Party. We're gonna we're gonna need no. you to go back to the one of the first Dynamites and rewatch the Young Bucks and Private Yeah, that Party. was a good match. They have not. That's been like one of the best tag match. team matches in this no, company. I'm gonna tell, yeah, you, okay, I'm no, gonna tell you, you the exact moment. The exact moment. Private Party was nothing. It they it ended, and it was when Top Flight debuted, and we were like, oh, this is who Private Party is supposed to be. Right? No, These crazy high flyers no, because no. they sure as hell ain't that good. If they're more than just the high good. flying part. I, I love their I character. I think that, you know, we have our gripes with the Hardy family office and, and what that little thing has done to some of the talent, like Private Party, like Butcher and Blade. It's really put a damper on them. And I think that once they're away from that, if you give them the chance to be what they were when they first came in the door, Private Party is freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. So no. I mean I mean we can no. agree to disagree. They have one of the best finishers opinion, but... I've ever seen. The Ginny Juice is so finisher, good. But there's nothing about their matches that anybody what? cares about since the Young Bucks match. Oh. Just All saying. Right. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Sammy Guevara and Isaiah Cassidy match was really good. Um I thought it was a very, very well done match. Obviously, Sammy Guevara is coming out on top, but uh, I think Isaiah really held his own through most of it, um, and uh, they had a they had a really good ending. I, I mean, I, I I mean I can't say much else about this match. Um, looks like Tony Khan was very impressed with it to the point that he booked them into a horrible spot next week. Like whoever is debuting is going to be winning. Isaiah's not winning next yeah, week against yeah. the debuting star. So like, yeah. oh, you did a yeah, hell of a does. job. We're going to book you to lose next week. <laughs> Imagine he does like a roll up. <laughs> you know, if Isaiah wins next week, I'd be I'd laugh. But like it's like, oh, you did such a good job losing this TNT belt match. We're gonna book you to lose again next week. <laughs> Can uh, we talk? It came out there, and now I kind of want him to be the next challenger for the uh, for the TNT title. Oh, they went in like two directions after, and I'm like, it, oh, which one is it? <laughs> Then Darby comes out, and I'm like, oh, please don't do a tag team match between Darby <laughs> and Sammy versus Andrade and Matt Hardy. Like, don't do that. Andrade. 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 Uh, but I'm going to go to the best <laughs> in the world. You're amazing. Um, what do you think of this match? Are you impressed with uh, Isaiah Cassidy's singles match? And uh, what do you think about after? Like, who? where do you think it's going, this TNT bell? Are we getting get Andrade versus... Sammy, or is he is going to be more Andrade versus uh, Darby Allen? I got to the match. They're both two great young athletes. I could watch these two fight each other every week. They're just so athletic. Just a really, really good match. Both of them just amazing. But for the TNT title, gosh, really love to see. I could see Darby and Sammy go again. Again. That's like a, pay, a top head view match. And with that segment, it was actually in the same building that they did the Revolution match in 2020. Oh. That's a good, good point. A little full circle moment. Look that's at that continuity. <laughs> I forgot long-term they had that booking. crazy feud. So much stuff has happened. Yeah, long-term booking. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't notice that. You're amazing coming in with that. So you're the best in the world, bro. Yeah. This is why. Yeah. You remember yeah. these things. Yeah. You know, you know, Sammy Guevara reminds me of a, of a character I know, a, a Lucha Scorpio, if you will. 
um, from my wrestling. Oh, I like him. Yeah. He's name dropping. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Jermazing is in mine and Ant's E-Fed. He is Lucha Scorpio, one of our greatest like luchador talents that we've ever had. Like, I, I absolutely love your character. When I first seen him in Ant's E-Fed, I'm like, I got to have this guy. <laughs> like right away. He's like, like the hardest person, even when he loses, like the you have to like, hit him with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> the dude kicks out of everything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was good. I, I love either direction they can go in. Um, I love to see, obviously, everyone, anyone, whoever says they don't want to see this is smoking something. But if you didn't do, if you do not want to see Andrade versus, sorry, Andrade versus Sammy Guevara one-on-one, that's an ultimate dream match there. But it kind of looks like they're leaning more towards Darby because of what happened at the end. You know, Darby helped Sammy out. There's that very, very long, intense stare down and he pats both titles on Sammy's shoulders. Which, let's talk about it, Kyle. We, we, we talked about this yesterday. Why is Sammy oh, still yeah. got Here two we titles? Go. We got right? to talk about let's, this. We got to put this yeah. out there in the universe, right? Tony Khan listened to I tweeted to it last he, night. I couldn't wait. <laughs> all right? He needs, to, he needs to listen to us right now, all right? Yeah. What's with the two titles, bro? I get it. They If, if there were two, like we said with the intercontinental belts, right? Uh, or if the belts are different and you win two different belts, like Seth Rollins when he had the um, WWE and the United States, or whatever like i get it but if it's the same exact belt like the belts are exactly the same they're both tnt titles and the only reason it was an interim belt is because we didn't know how long cody was going to be out for with the covid protocol stuff but it's like sammy won sammy won that's it yeah, he's one belt we get like, it like have the two belts we after the match that's it. so yeah. then like just unify them and have the one belt there's no it's only one belt second and one belt is black or, you know, the, the white belt that Miro had or the black belt. They're both the same belt. They're like, look, we made two, all right? There's, we want to showcase them. There's literally bit. one little difference yeah, on that true. literally might, means nothing. There's a little bit more glitter behind the TNT logo on the one belt. I'm like, that's not enough. Get rid of it. Belt? Is that why? Let him have the glitter belt. Get rid of the other one. He doesn't need to come out with two belts. That's the one thing I hate. That's the one thing I nitpicked last night is I hate that he's still coming out with two belts. Does not make sense. We get it. He's... The, like, if he came out with one belt, no one's tweeting. No one's tweeting that why is Sammy not have two belts? Dumb. So two two comments in the chat popped me. First, Nate, buy one, get one, popped me. And then Carrie, always the biggest Jericho hater I know, and I'm here for a second. Jericho, the influencer, quotations, probably told him it was cool. cool. Oh. Yo, he showed, hold on. So I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Rampage with my wife last night, right? <laughs> they show the announce ta- table and it's Taz, Excalibur, and Jericho. I'm like, what a fucking different set of announcers. Like, they all look completely different. Right. Dude, it fucking pop me. <laughs> and then, um, also think I have a gripe about. Some people might disagree with me. I'm fine if you do. Um, why is Sammy still selling the rib injuries? <laughs> Enough with that. Bro, if he again, that's another thing. If he had came out with no tape on his stomach, no one's tweeting. Oh, I hate this shit. AEW sucks. Sammy should Sammy should have came out with with tape around his his ribs, bro. Like, no, it's been like two weeks already. Like, stop selling them. No, no one cares. Nobody cares. I'm sorry. They're the best cutter in the world. Yeah, but like, oh god, it's like a while. Did he have a crack? Maybe, maybe like, his ribs are actually hurt, Kyle. You ever think about that? Maybe he's actually injured. Is it weird that I remember him having the tape before that match even happened? 
Is, is my am I wrong? Did he not have his ribs taped before yeah, that? No, I feel like there was something during the Jay Lethal match that he had where he had like was selling the ribs a lot too. So I'm like, I feel like this goes even farther back than just the ladder match. Yo, maybe maybe him and Ty got crazy in Brazil. You don't know it. I guess so. <laughs> maybe um, they did some weird Brazilian. Anyways, shit. yeah, get rid of the one belt then. And his ribs hurt, bro. For guys, forget my tape job. Then uh, let's let's get rid of the belt. Get rid of one of them. Good point, Ant. Matt Jackson sold his back injury for two years. Yeah, that's true. It could be Matt Jackson booking. Um, Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. Finally. Um, wait, I know Jackie's been dying, <laughs> dying for this match to happen. And, of course, midway through this match, we had Picker and Picker, and it transitioned to a full commercial. <laughs> Jackie. Wait, yeah, so they... before we get into the match, so, Jermaine, you watch this stuff on Fight TV, right? Yeah. So you guys get no picture in picture. Full screen and Full commentary. Screen with commentary? Woo, Jackie, you're going to have to get you a... Living the life. I'm gonna, gonna like, going to get my, my, I have my passport. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm going over to... No, nah, what are they called? VPNs? Like, we got a VPN, Jackie. Okay. Come on, man. I'm like, it's. it just takes you so far out of the experience to be in picture in picture and then to go to full commercial. I'm just like, they can vouch for me. They hear it every week. And it's just like that groan that happens like audibly every time. No, but the, the best time. is there's two levels of groans, right? There's a like, and then there's a like, are you fucking kidding me when they go to full commercial? <laughs> every time. <laughs> the good thing is I think they're running this match back. So at least let's hope that it's not going to happen again. Fingers crossed. Um, but I thought it was a great match, Jackie. Like, give me like your overall thoughts about the match, you know, for what we've seen. I that mercedes martinez had a very very good showing you know she is the veteran talent in this and even though thunder rosa is an incredible wrestler you know it's sometimes you forget she really hasn't been in the game that long um but she did go toe-to-toe with mercedes martinez who's got like 20 years of wrestling experience under her belt and it showed the intensity was there. There was this delayed vertical suplex that Mercedes Martinez hit at some point during that match. And she had Thunder up there for a while. She looked strong as hell. And it was just, it's incredible. And of course, you know, for me, it is really great to see that Latin representation, too strong, Latinas going at it Latinas. in the ring. And none of them um, came out on a lawnmower. Yeah. None, none of them, them yes. Made. No. No stereotypes, no yeah. nothing, just two really badass women. And um, this is a match that, like you said, hopefully they're going to run it back. I would love to see them run it back on a pay-per-view. Um, and then we got the interesting details after, you know, uh, Mercedes Martinez took Thunder out with a lead pipe. And then you find out that good old Britt Baker, the uh, AEW Women's Champion, has hired herself an assassin in Mercedes Martinez. So the plot thickens. How how do you spell assassin? Uh, I don't know. My grammarly decided not to work last night for some reason when I, when I first tweeted that out. So, um, I rely on grammarly too much. That's that's the problem. Uh, I'm only a second grade spelling bee champion. Remember. Um, but anyways, this is true. This is true. Uh, Jamie Hader was another story that happened there because Britt went right at Jamie because someone couldn't get the job done. And mm -hmm. then I'm like, oh, like Jamie, just fucking rip her head off already. Like, just do it. Just like we know you want. To. Like, this is this is like the female version of the Wardlow and MJF story, 
right? Everyone just wants Jamie Hayter to finally just turn on Britt, right? Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that. Maybe that's going to be the revolution match. And that will, that will postpone the, the Thunder Rosa and Britt till double or nothing. I just think one thing that we should give credit to the announcers for, I know we make fun of Excalibur a lot for the way he pitches to things, but I think it's really cool when Mercedes was coming to the ring. I think they gave her more of a backstory and more respect in those, I don't know, 20 seconds of listing her accomplishments and the stuff that she's done in her career than the, what, two years that she was in NXT, year and a half that she was in NXT. Like, they really made you know, like, no, this isn't somebody new. This isn't somebody uh, fresh out of training. Like, this is a woman who has a storied history in pro wrestling, and this is a big match. Like, maybe you're flipping through channels, and, oh, Thunder Rosa's on, so you're watching, and you don't know who Mercedes is, but Mercedes is the truth. And it's so cool, and I really love that they... Like, obviously, you would think Thunder Rosa has to win here, right? Like, that's just the way wrestling booking goes, right? The bad guy attacks the good guy. The good guy wins. But I love that they're extending this a little further. And was this really one of, if not the first time an AEW match ended on a DQ? It's some one of them. Tweeting that. There's someone that tweeted. It was, I think it they said it was the first time on Rampage. Yeah. But well, I mean, yeah. That's in overall. AEW history, no. Pac <laughs> had a DQ at one point. Forget who exactly it was with. Someone in the chat probably correct me. Um, I saw someone tweet it had something to do with Pac. So it's not the first in history, but it's something that they don't do. When it happens, it's a big deal. I saw, I saw people criticizing, oh, what they do? It's a DQE. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't happen in a company where it happens every single week for no reason. And does, and that doesn't and, have logic behind it. There's logic behind the cool this thing, one. <laughs> the cool thing is I know people, like when it first happened, I was like, oh, man, we get one women match in the show, but it ends in a D. It doesn't even have a finish, right? But... I think it's cool because it it extends that story. But the cool thing is there were five women segments. If we count Mercedes and the Britt Baker segment, which why wouldn't we? There were five women segments, including the one match. So that's a step forward. Mm -hmm. You know, like we talk about all the time. We want more women segments. I know I mentioned it um, on this week's show, like the way Impact runs their shows. Women are like so much a part of it that it's almost weird when they're not featured. So I want mm -hmm. AEW to get to that point. And if you're doing a rampage, and the fact that they were able to fit in five women's segments, including an in-ring match, I think is a great step forward. Right. Uh, you're amazing. What did you think, man? Uh, whole match in general, like, what are your thoughts with Mercedes and Thunder Rosa? And uh, what what do you think? Like, give us, like, your take on I – mean, I mean, you kind of gave it to us already, like, Thunder Rosa and Britt at uh, Double or Nothing. So kind of give us more your thoughts around this whole story and what – what transpired that Britt was the one to hire Mercedes to attack Thunder Rosa? I think with matches like this, AEW could be the place for women's wrestling. If they have more matches like this, this is the place for women's wrestling. They've got the Owen Hart Cup coming in a couple of months. They can get all these matches bang on. This could be a big moment for AEW, but they've got to get it right. No, you're totally right. But, it... For, but it, it could expose some of the women that are on there as well. Some of them, I think their contracts are coming up soon. So this could be their make or break, whether they get extended or be quite, well, not let go, but their contract's expiring. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see half the raw in that Owen, Cart Owen Hart Cup. I think we're going to see half the roster that's signed and we're going to get half of new talent. Well, also, if you think about it, and, uh, you know, Jermaine bringing that up is a good point because, like, 
they are built like if they were to do the tournament right now, right? How many women have been in great storylines or have been in just storyline in general the last two months that you put them all these matches they're gonna have some type of storyline involved in it because you know you have Ty Conti, Anna Jay, Bunny, and Penelope. That's four right there. Serena and Sheeta at six. Statlander and um Layla Hirsch, that's eight. Jade is nine. Uh, you know what I mean? Thunder Rosa, 10. Britt, you know, Jamie, you're at 12 now. So it's like, there's so many women who are being built mm. that no matter what matchups we get in the tournament, it's going to be fun. Also, Ruby and Nyla, that's 14 right there. So it's like, you almost have you know, 15 to 20 women who have storylines on TV who are doing something that when you do something like the Owen Hart Cup, it's going to be a huge deal because these are not like, just random girls they throw together. And then you add on, like Kyle said, the fact that they might bring in new women for that cup, like a Taya Valkyrie or something, right? She's Canadian. I feel like if you're Canadian, Scarlet you should Bordeaux, get a first round buy. Yeah. Uh, Athena. A first round buy. Like, there's, there's a you get a first Tony round Storm? Kyle, How do you feel? Tony Storm. Oh, man. I feel guilty. I feel Tegan guilty. Knox, yeah. So, 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 Jermaine, you're a big NXT UK guy, right? Like, like, you know, so like, I, how do you feel? Because I feel guilty because like, I was like, they would Tony Storm. And then, and then she quit. And I was like, oh man, why did I put that energy in the world? I don't want her to be upset. But like, I want her here. I want her in AEW or at least an impact where she can like fully shine. And there's no limitations, no ceiling that she hits. Like she can just be her best self. Also, if Juice oh, Robinson shows up. She's confirmed. <laughs> so, what do you think, know, Jermaine? What, what, do you, like, do you think? Are you, uh, are you a big fan, of Tony Storm? Oh yeah, I've, I've seen her live. She's an amazing athlete. Wherever oh, she goes, she's, she's world championship ready. Like now, she doesn't need like, any waiting. She's ready right now. I think that'd be Have one you of ever been to big... a progress show? I'm going tomorrow. Oh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> and the ring and the ring of honor world champions can be there as well. Oh hell yeah, Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. I wish they would bring him in. Can he be the forbidden? Oh, maybe he is, right? Technically he's Ring of Honor. What if he throws a title on the ground? Which he would never do. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> <it> would... <laughs> um Man, Tony Storm would be actually a huge signing for the company. I think that's like that's gotta be one of the biggest one of the bigger names out there right now for free agent wise, right? Yeah, I would I would say so. Like that was, I think, she's I mean, her ninety days are like yeah. when did her contract end in like January, right? When did she Yeah, so quit? she she'd be more of like if they did like a, a battle royal or something at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the women's battle royal. Yeah, Tino battle royal. Um something like that. The main event of Rampage was actually really, really good. Uh Ricky Starks defending his FTW championship, which is not a actual belt in AEW against uh, Jay <laughs> Lethal. Um, man, this was so, this match was so good, and literally the ending of the match was like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Was that rever- like he reversed the lethal injection into the Rochambeau, uh, the Rochambeau, which was Rochambeau. the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like th- it was so perfectly timed and looks so good um i i loved it i i loved everything about this match it made jay lethal look very very good it made ricky starks look very very good um i'm excited for where this is gonna go i think looks like dante martin is uh 
looking like he's fe- uh, going to be feuding with Ricky Starks, I think, next. Um, Jay Lethal, I think, will probably most likely be in the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Um, so I think he'll there'll be like a qualifying match and he'll win against whomever and qualify for that match. Um, but yeah, like uh, Adam said, I was better than I, I mean, I expected good, but it went great to like a great level. Uh, but what'd you guys think? We'll start with Phil. What'd you think? So it, this match was perfect to remind people how good Jay Lee is. And I know a lot of, you know, they brought him in and, um, who did, who did he fought Sammy, right? So that he fought Sammy yeah. for the TNT title. Everyone was like, well, this match is, a, this is great. And then it led to, he went away. Right. And then he, he went to ring of honor. He was, a he kind of was a stand-in for the Ring of Honor match against Gresham, and they had a great match. And then he stayed away. And people were like, oh, they signed Jay Lethal. <clears throat> What's going on? They're not using him, whatever. But this, like, Jay Lethal, to me, in this company, is going to be the Christians, the Matt Hardys, the Serenas, where it's like they're the veterans that are going to help get these younger guys and girls over, right? Will Jay Lethal ever have, like, a major run? I don't know. Maybe if possible he can get over but I think for the short term, since we, you know, we talk about it all the time, Tony Khan is very much on long-term booking and there's a plan. I'm sure the next two champions after Sammy are already planned in his head. So Jay Lethal doesn't just jump the gun when it comes to that. I mean, if Adam Cole's not jumping the gun, no one's jumping it. So I think that with Jay Lethal, we have to like temper our expectations to what he's going to accomplish and just enjoy the great matches that we're going to get. Because look, we get Jay versus... Um, Ricky Starks, it puts Ricky Starks over, and then the chaos that happens afterwards now may lead to Dante Martin being the one to take that belt off Ricky Starks. So it's like you're building Ricky, and then you're highlighting Dante in the process because you built Ricky, and Ricky's going to build Dante. So I don't know. I, I just think that the match was incredible, and this is exactly what I want Jay Lethal to do, just have bangers. Yeah, and as much as good as talent is, we can't expect everyone to be projected into a title. Again, like I said, I sound like a broken record when I say this. They treat their belts the right way here in the company. All the championship changes are, like, they mean something. It's not just change for the sake of changing. Um, and there's no, what, what they, what's the word in wrestling? There's no, uh, like, placeholder champions in AEW. Yeah, no filler here. champs. No filler champs. It doesn't Transitional. Transitional, that's the one. That's the um, word, transitional. We heard, we heard that a lot for so many years in yeah. WWE. Oh, they're a transitional champion. Not here. Yeah. Jay Lethal is an extremely good talent. Great at promos. Very good in ring. He's got the charisma. He he can get over with the crowd. Um, we know he's got that alter ego when he goes into his macho man that gets really, really, really over with the crowd. Black machismo. Yeah. So, like, he's a really good hand. I don't want to sound bad. He's a really good hand to have right now to have, like, great matches like we just had in the main event of Rampage. I think, like Phil said, we need to lower our expectations down. Can't just shoot him into a world title match because he looks good after one week. Like, so let's just kind of... Sit there, enjoy these great matches that we're going to get out of him. Most of them are going to be non-title. I mean, I know he just came from a company where he was world champion for a long time. So let's just kind of yeah. bide our time with everyone. Let's not rush everything. Uh, but you're amazing. What do you think about this main event, man? Shame was for the FTW Championship because I'm, I'm not keen on that title. <laughs> That's I'm, fine. It's the, it's the weakest title, I think. Not 24-7 <laughs> bad. I mean, that's okay, worse. Yes. But... That's the worst. I mean, if you have that title, it doesn't mean nothing. It doesn't mean just you got a title. That's it. Well, well, the match was good, but I think the match, I think that's the spot that saved it was when Dante Martin came in mm-hmm. and did that 
Springboard, oh god. I had to watch it like five times, it was that good. He's, and he's so young. He's so 20. young. Nin 1920? Uh, he's 20, yeah. 20 now. Insane. Yeah. Insane. This guy's got like 30 years ahead of him of wrestling. And he's this good oh, now. He's a high flyer. Probably yeah. has like okay, so like 10. <laughs> <laughs> no. But he's not... clean with his moves. Yeah. Like he's not reckless. Like there is like people like Darby, for example, that just throw cautions to the wind, throw themselves everywhere. Oh, he'll be in a walker and you're like, by okay, 35. He'll, like, you know, he's got another five years before this is going to start really catching up with yeah, him. Darby has Dante like is months. like, <laughs> yeah, but Dante does everything like super clean and it, and it looks safe. Like, even though it's crazy and he gets height like nobody's business, it always looks like it's properly executed where he's not hurting himself. Like, he's not reckless about it, so. Okay. I mean, true, true. Yeah. And, and the fact that Dante's so goddamn tall, like, it looks yeah. even more impressive because he's getting, like, crazy height and then he's even, whatever. It's just nuts. I, I'm very yeah. curious to see, though. Like, I know we, we've seen a lot of single stuff out of him recently, He's he he builds good chemistry with anyone he tags with. But speaking of tag, when his brother does come back, like, do we put them back together or do we try them out as both singles guys? And because we don't even know how his brother is at singles, right? He's been injured for uh, a long time. Yeah. Like we got, yeah, like, he's top, really we got, been out we, for a while. We didn't really get top flight a lot on well dynamite and, and rampage per se. Like they've been on, they were on dark a lot, but we didn't get like a good full run with with them as a team. So I think. The Dante Martin, and because he's so young, this this works out perfectly. We can wait on Dante Martin for a big mm -hmm. singles run. When his brother come back, his, comes back, he's 100%. He's ready to go. Give those two a tag, not a tag title match and tag titles, but give him a run. Give him a tag team run. Yeah, and, and once yeah. his brother comes back, we can just release Private Party. <laughs> Oh my oh god. god. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Bonus man. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, overall Rampage was just really good last night. Um I'm glad I tuned in and watched, you know, I obviously I was spoiled in wanting to just get the announcement. Like I really couldn't care less about most of the <laughs> most of Rampage. I'm I'll be honest, I was looking forward to the announcement cuz I was really excited, and then we got the graphic of, oh, it's happening on Wednesday. I'm like, oh, well. The announcement of the announcement. The announcement of the announcement, yep. yeah. Um, but uh, do a little housekeeping, guys, before we end the show off. Next Saturday, there will not be a Good Morning Elite. Um, we are taking a week off just to a lot of schedule conflicts uh, and moving. I won't be available, and just there, there's we have a lot of schedule conflicts going on next week, so... Uh, we're going to skip a week of Good Morning Elite. We'll still be back next week with uh, Elite POV Thursday nights, live 7 p.m. Eastern time, right back here on Twitch, guys. Um, and like always, guys, you can support the show by following us on Patreon, subscribing on Patreon, patreon.com slash Elite POV. We have many, many tiers you guys can check out on there. We have the Elite tier, the Super Elite tier, Super Click, and the Best in the World tier, which is... Uh, crown or you know the king of that tier is actually here on the show today which are amazing um so thank you yes. for all for it is named him. after him he is officially yeah. the best in the world <laughs> and look at me he's rocking look at that he's rocking the merch guys he's got the pinnacle podcast shirt one of the best looks so good logos we've ever seen to date you guys can all check that out on elitepovmerch.com um we are going to be in the process soon of cleaning it up so get your shirts now before we do do a full cleanup uh, I said doo-doo, uh, full cleanup of the <laughs> website. 
Um, and you can follow us on social media, guys. You can follow the show on Twitter at twitter.com slash elite POV. You can follow on Instagram at instagram.com slash elite POV on TikTok at tiktok.com slash elite POV clips. And uh, let's go around the table here and let everybody know where they can follow us. Let's start with the draw herself, Jackie Rodriguez. <laughs> go ahead. You can follow me on Twitter at loveyoumake24, and you can find me on Instagram at jacksthedrawpov. Hey, like that. Phil, let them know. Uh, you could uh, find me at the Casey Musgraves night, <laughs> and you could also find me at the Dua Lipa concert in Newark, Newark, yeah. New Jersey, in March. Dua Lipa, love, uh, love you, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at Philly Malik. Awesome. Just don't find me on TikTok, bro. Please. Because, <laughs> like, TikTok, I want to delete the app sometimes, but, like, the algorithm, these wrestling takes on TikTok, bro. Do what I do, yeah, you, The crazy thing is, right, let me get on my soapbox real quick. As bad oh, as we quick. think Twitter is, we don't hear it, right? It's just words. We're reading words, right? On fucking TikTok, we're seeing these stupid people say these stupid things. Yeah. I just can't, bro. Just do what I do, man. I literally follow TikTok for air fryer recipes. So, I get my whole timeline oh. is just air fryer <laughs> air fryer stuff my timeline couldn't be any different uh Jermazing, our guest today from the best in the world tier named after him this is this is very true Jermazing, a i want to thank you for coming on to the show today um it was awesome you are welcome back anytime you want man anytime. just head us up and you can come on um and uh, let him know you know we'll give you we'll give you the floor here let me know where they can follow you on social media you can follow me at i am Jermazing on twitter and you can follow my eFed called the Ecliptic, which is at Ecliptic eFed. So you can follow Lucha Scorpio and the Kroyas Kai, which we come to AWF. And I'll be having some more of my wrestlers coming soon to FWF and G7. You have to keep a lookout for them. Love it. So now this 2K22 the Ecliptic will run the show. Hey, Fair I love it. it. Ecliptic, you know, Ecliptic will hit different. How about that? How about that slogan? Yes. Well, hopefully. We'll find out. <laughs> when me and Ant sit down for a week after the game comes out, because we're both getting the uh, we're both gonna get the pre-ordered one so we can start and start making people. Literally, I'm so scared because if this game is not good, God, we gotta come back to the 2K19 <laughs> and do a whole another full to year the of this shit game. Show. Yeah. Yo, uh, it's gonna be 2K. It's gonna be 2026. <laughs> like, guys, we're <laughs> 2K19, <laughs> you know, we just gotta do it. No, nah, at that point, we'll be using the AW game. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, anyways, uh, thank you guys all for tuning in to Good Morning Elite. We are usually live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Again, remember, next week we are not be live. Make sure you're checking us out on Patreon for more exclusive content. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for today's show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys back next Thursday, live 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Eastern Time for Elite POV. And ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to do my regular sign-off. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you don't need to have a coffee cup to have a coffee.